0: Welcome to the Bullcast podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me today is Cameron Span.
1: Hello, Katie. How are you?
0: I'm good. It's so
1: lonely in here. No,
0: we're missing Dad.
1: Daddy Court. <laughs>
0: Daddy. Ah. Cole. Um, Court is not with us today. So uh, hopefully you haven't already turned this off because Court's not here. Because stick with us, Cam and I can still be fun.
1: We've done this once before, just you and I, yeah. and I don't just think we the bombed too.
0: <laughs> we can make it if we try. All right. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're not going to mess this up. We got this. No,
1: I have an idea. What? We have not done our weekly volatility in a while. You want to do that?
0: Oh, yeah. Let's do it. All
1: right. Weekly volatility. (music) All right, Katie. What is your up for the week?
0: Okay. So we're, we're at the end of the year. I mean, we just had Christmas and New Year's is right around the corner. So my up probably for the week would be just, I got to see both of my nieces open Christmas presents. And that was really fun watching how excited they get about just a small little toy. And you'll appreciate this one. You know, I'm a big heel fan. Shocker, right? You didn't know that? Yep. <laughs> Cora got her first pair of heels whoa little plastic ones
1: you call those kitty heels is that right
0: well, those are kitten heels that's a oh, little bit no these are like the plastic little kid heels so that was a special moment for me getting to see her wear them of course she goes oh they hurt my feet and i'm like girl you'll get used to it don't worry
1: when she put them on did she get like this new persona that's what goes through my head that women when they put on heels they like change
0: Change you for the good <laughs> so that's my up Do you want to do your up and then we'll both do our Sure,
1: sure. My up was uh, Christmas with my family. So I've got four sisters. They're all married. Most of them have kids. So we all gathered in Collierville and Olive Branch and had a great time. We're a wild bunch and it's always good seeing them.
0: Yeah, there was a great picture of your sisters all holding you. you were laying across them. It
1: takes a lot of strength to hold me. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> that was a great shot.
1: few beverages involved.
0: Oh, okay. Well, of course. <laughs> You're
1: down. Womp, womp,
0: womp. Womp, womp, It would be that I'm kind of, you know, coming off the high of Christmas and the panic kind of instills of, oh my gosh, it's the end of the year and now I got to take all this Christmas decorations down and there was so much that I wanted to accomplish before the end of the year and it's probably not going to happen.
1: I know that feeling. Yeah, It's really tough. My down, it's kind of a twofer. One, it's old news, but we haven't done weekly volatility in a while, but uh, Mississippi State's beloved football coach, Mike Leach, passed away.
0: Oh, so sad. Yeah,
1: that was a few weeks ago, but that was just an unexpected, crazy three days, and uh, he passed away. But they're playing their bowl game in Tampa, Land of the Pirates, and Mike Leach was the Pirates. I feel like it's it's a great ending to his legacy. And then the other one is just the stress leading up to Christmas, like... Not only is it like parties and everything, but a lot of work-related. You're trying to knock a lot of stuff out. And I about killed myself, but we made it through.
0: (laughs) You survived.
1: (laughs) I survived. And that's our weekly volatility.
0: Okay, so we're going to talk about what's happening. Obviously, it's the end of the year, and with that kind of comes resolutions. And so this will be a little bit different than our other resolution episodes, which we were just realizing before we recorded, we have now launched... A new episode every Thursday for two and a half years.
1: Ladies and gents, that is fresh content every week.
0: Two and Uh, a half years.
1: 134 episodes of Bullcast content. It's
0: crazy. That, that's crazy. You know, we'll say it at the end, but I'm going to say it now because maybe you don't listen at the end. If you want to be a guest, if you've got a topic, please let us know because we're looking ahead to 2023. We're kind of mapping out what we're going to talk about, but I'd love to hear from you, have you as a guest. Even if you're not local in the Tennessee area, we can do remote call-ins. So let we us sure know.
1: One thing I loved about this year, 2022, is the amazing guests we mm-hmm. had. We had more guests than ever and they were awesome guests
0: yeah they were all really good all diverse from restaurants to car shop car shop all of that yeah so i had fun i'd love to have you as a guest so that that's a little plug right now that's right <laughs> okay so we've got a couple of different lists and we're kind of going to bounce around between them one of them is movies to help you stick to your New Year's resolution.
1: That's from mashable.com.
0: Okay. So, the first one, exercise more regularly. This is watching the movie wild
1: have you seen wild
0: i haven't seen it's wild good. yet it's
1: got reese witherspoon and she goes on a little uh self-reflection journey into the wilderness and it's a lot more difficult than she thought
0: yeah i would think so i don't like hiking although i did hike this year in jackson hole and that was a big deal i think uh everyone was kind of making fun of me like barbie goes hiking because i had to make sure i was fashionable with my hiking boots and stuff but i did it and I will admit, like, everybody expected me to be like, "Eh, and I was like, nope, watch this. I got this.
1: I like to think of you hiking in, like, boot heels. Do those exist? (laughs) They do. Are you serious?
0: Yeah, amazing.
1: (laughs) The next one, if you want to cook more often, watch Ratatouille. Anyone can cook. Those are the words that Remy and Ratatouille pins his dreams on, and they're words you'll want to hold close to your chest, too. Now, that's a great movie. Have you seen Ratatouille? Yeah. It's where he hides in uh, the chef's hair and then the chef puts a hat on and he holds his hair and pulls it like a puppet. And magically the chef is able to create these amazing French dishes. Yeah.
0: That's very fun. Okay. Travel more. So the secret life of Walter Mitty. It's
1: a magical movie.
0: I haven't seen this one either. Ben Stiller travels by air, land and sea through stunning mountain ranges, waters, exploding volcanoes, meeting colorful characters in every corner of the world. So yeah, I mean, if it's a goal and you want to travel more, Check this movie out.
1: That's right. Read more books. The movie You've Got Mail. (laughs) A lot has changed about the book world since You've Got Mail was released. These days, even the giant chain stores struggle against the likes of Amazon. What remains, though, is the romance of reading itself.
0: Well, I think that this is something that now things have changed where, oh, I'm not a reader. But people who are not typical readers that have the patience to sit and like thumb through a book. Like I know true readers love the physical of holding a book and not a Kindle but i'm not a big reader but i'd love to this coming year try and challenge myself to quote unquote read you know a couple of books this year that are just for fun And I'm probably gonna go more the audible route because I know I like better listening and then I can do other things. And I'm not gonna be the one to take the time to sit and open a book.
1: I think we've talked about this. I'm not a reader either. I'm married to a reader, just voracious reader. I love the idea of reading. I love the looks of books, the smells of Mm -hmm. books, the bookstore, everything about it. But when it comes down to sitting, I'm like, I wanna do
0: something else. Yeah. So I,
1: I want to change that. Let's read in 2020. Okay,
0: let's try that. What was our goal going to be? How many books are we going to try and read, Cam?
1: Two. Let's set the bar low. <laughs> two. And this is funny because because I'm helping David write a book and this is coming from someone who doesn't okay, read Okay, so Cam
0: and I are going to try and read two books. Two non-required books.
1: Okay. Let's I'm, do it. I'm going to hold you to let's it. Let's do it.
0: Okay. Uh, pick up a new hobby. Watch Eddie the Eagle.
1: This is the only one I haven't seen from the list.
0: Oh, this is Taron Egerton. Uh, yep. Yeah, the guy that played Elton John in Rocket Man.
1: And isn't he like an Olympic long? What do you call that? Like a long ski? It's a long jump skier. Yeah, it's it's the Olympic sport where you go on the huge ramp on mm-hmm. just two skis, no poles, and you just fly forever it just like looks, an eagle. Looks
0: dangerous. Isn't
1: Hugh Jackman in that? I
0: think so, maybe. So pick up a new hobby. I don't May- want to
1: pick that one up.
0: Maybe it's not that, but um, maybe I want to learn how to play disc golf. I don't know. Cam is like all excited. His eyes got so big when I just said that.
1: I am. So pumped right now.
0: <laughs> Maybe that'll be, I don't know. Don't hold me to it yet.
1: Speaking of disc golf, my brothers in law this past Christmas, uh-huh. a few days ago, we played disc golf when it was zero degrees outside, Ooh. 14 below wind chill, and it was miserable. But, you know, disc golf. So,
0: <laughs> disc golf is life.
1: The last one on this mashable list is Learn a New Language, the movie. Arrival. Have you seen Arrival? I have not. Alien movie. Arrival may not be the most helpful film if what you're looking for is practice, listening to Portuguese or Arabic or whatever. Think of it instead as motivation. It's an exploration of the power of language. So aliens descend upon Earth and this woman, the scientist, is tasked to unravel their language and talk to them.
0: I, like looking at this list it's almost you could kind of set a resolution under each category you could set an exercise resolution you could set a, a cooking resolution like maybe you want to learn how to make tiramisu or creme brulee travel more maybe you want to set a travel goal maybe you want to set a book like we've already set we're going to read two books maybe we want to set a new hobby that we want to try and learn language I don't know about that one. Um, I don't really want to learn another language. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I don't either. Hey, let's wing it here. So, health. You want to get healthy, what's your movie? I'll go with Heavyweights.
0: (laughs) Yes. Get
1: on the scale. Get off the scale.
0: I'm feeling skinny, Tony. (laughs) 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 Great movie. Uh. Okay, so then we've got another list. 10 inspirational movies to watch to set your New Year's resolution.
1: And I didn't pull all 10, just a few. uh, Some of the, the best on the list.
0: Uh, Karate Kid. So, reminding uh, various generations of important lessons about respect, knowledge, kindness, and effort. Most of these lessons are delivered verbally. It has a lot of valuable wisdom to be found in this film. So, he's learning about staining the floor, painting the fence, and I think in this movie, it's like, wax on, wax is, off, wax on, wax off. So, I mean, that's, that's a good one about discipline and, you know, sticking to your goals.
1: Next on this list is Little Miss Sunshine from 2006. Little Miss Sunshine can be seen as the diametric opposite of Karate Kid. Little Olive never becomes Little Miss Sunshine, no matter how hard she tries. And her father's winners-only mentality proves to be useless at best and prejudicial at worst.
0: That movie's really kind of funky, but it's cute.
1: Yeah, it's got that cool uh, soundtrack again.
0: Yep. Uh, Ratatouille's on this again. Obviously, it's, you know, street rat becomes a chef. Do not judge yourself. You can be anything.
1: (laughs) A rat can be a a A five-star chef. chef. To Kill a Mockingbird from 1962. I, I saw this in civics class in high school, so it's been a while. Based on the novel by Harper Lee, it's classic for many reasons. Not only is the film expertly shot and amazingly acted, it is also a powerful story about fighting for justice no matter the costs.
0: Okay, this next one. Oh,
1: I saved it for you.
0: Clueless. I'm like was oh, this a lesson <laughs> Like, I love this movie, but um, obviously a great movie. I think I've referenced several times I want this closet with a computer system. Why do we not have it? Seriously, somebody create this, please. But um, it's a great 90s movie. And the whole lesson with this is share, learns lessons about the real world. People don't often get second chances. So pay attention not to let your New Year's resolutions take over your entire life. Focus on your goals, but don't forget to breathe and enjoy the moments from time to time you get tunnel vision and i think you need to allow yourself some grace and make sure that you're not forgetting everything else around i mean it's kind of like ferris bueller like if you don't stop and look around every once in a while life passes by you so fast passes by (laughs) that's
1: right and maybe if you want to expand your wardrobe watch clueless yeah yeah i think the expected list for us to do had been like movies about new Year's celebrations but i wanted to be a little different here
0: yeah good list good list absolutely And obviously, we've done episodes before talking about resolutions and how you should not just wait for January 1 to do these. it's, But some reason, it's in a magical mind of our heads that everything changes when we flip from December 31st to January 1.
1: It's like a light switch, people think.
0: Yeah. But then what happens is, you know, gym memberships, <laughs> people get them January 1, and then by February, March, maybe, um, they're not using them anymore. And so... They capitalize on them. That's the thing. They're pushing health stuff, all of that. They know people have these resolutions.
1: Yeah. And I know we're going to get into that in a minute, but in my old age, I've learned not to set just the absolute craziest goals or you are setting yourself up to fail.
0: Yeah. It's, um, we had a client in here the other day and she was talking about her resolutions and she said she always does like a serious one and then she'll do kind of a fun one. And one of hers one year was learn how to use chopsticks, which is cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's just, it's something small, a simple task, but you say, hey, this year I'm going to learn how to use chopsticks. So from that, I think, um, I was thinking about it when I was walking over here to record, what would be my little fun thing that's kind of on that same line? You will probably get this for us having sisters, but I do not know how to French braid my hair. Really? Yeah. I mean, I
1: don't either, but that's surprising because you're so girly.
0: That's, I think I wanted this coming year, I want to learn how to French braid my hair.
1: It sounds tough doing it to yourself.
0: Though. Yeah, that's what I've heard is, and so maybe maybe by the end of the year, we will call it a success if I can do it on somebody or myself, one of those. But like, yeah, I want to learn how to French braid hair.
1: That's a, that's a good goal and it's attainable. That's the key here is just attainable because the go-to resolution is lose weight. And yeah. the problem is people go way too crazy. I want to lose 75 pounds. That's a lot of weight if mm-hmm. you're not trained to do that. If you don't have the dedication So lower that. I mean, even like 15 pounds for a year. That's okay.
0: Yeah. Set goals. I mean, I know we talked about the SMART goals before and making sure they're specific, measurable, attainable, reachable. I think I've messed up. We're going to get into that on our final list. I'm I'm sorry. I messed up those letters. Okay. Let's just skip to the uh, resolutions to try for 2023. Um, This is by Parade.com. There's actually 55 on here, but we are not going through 55 of them.
1: I pick sweet 16.
0: Here we go. Okay. One, focus on a passion, not the way you look. I love that. That's focus on a passion, not the way you look. Mick Zazon is on a mission to normalize normal bodies. Hmm. I want to inform readers that the resolutions are in fact not an invitation to start a diet or a workout plan, but a beautiful reminder that a new year can bring new life to our passions. I think it's pretty cool. And I've started to see this trend and I know we've kind of bashed on um, the younger generation, but they seem to be much more in tune with what to wear for their bodies and whether they're, you know, in a upkick and they're a little bit bigger or whether they're smaller, they're fitting their bodies, they're dressing that way. And so I think maybe that's the thing is focus on your passion, not the way you look, is that if you are health driven, you're thinking about that, figure out what fits your body. What makes you feel good, even if you are a little bit heavier than you want to be, or a little bit smaller than you want to be, whatever it may be.
1: Yeah. I think that comes with age, too, because these kids are going through peer pressure. Yeah. And that's a good segue into number two. Work out to feel good, not to be thinner. Instead of obsessing over the scale, obsess over how amazing you feel since you started being more active. Numbers don't mean much.
0: That's so true. And it's, I mean, especially with females, your weight can fluctuate so much, and inches are really what matters and how you feel in your clothes how you feel with the confidence because you see those pictures and it's like somebody will be 180 pounds and one will be you know muscle tone maxed out the other will be you know a little bit looser skin and so they're both the same weight yeah and so you may not have lost any weight at all but you totally changed your entire body
1: that's right and it's unfortunate that's how our culture is it's all about your figure and do you match the standards but I feel like as long as you are brain healthy and heart healthy, you're doing good. Yeah.
0: I think we all get in this rut, especially women. I'm not going to say just women because there's men too, but I know I've caught myself in saying, oh, I'm not going to do that until I lose five or 10 pounds. I'm not going to do this. And you shy away from being in pictures or being a part of activities because you feel like you're not your best. But you're going to miss out more and regret that than just kind of getting over the, hey, you may not feel your best at that exact moment, because when you look back at those pictures, yeah, you may be like, oh, I was a little bit heavier, but you enjoyed the moment. You were in it.
1: That's right. It's all about the moment. And maybe if it's your friend circle that's really pressuring you to be, wh- what's a skinny size? Is that like size two? I don't know. Women's <laughs> size, size. two is th- tiny. Tiny? Okay. If your friend circle is pressuring you to be a size two, and that's just not you, you're not comfortable, it's making you sad, maybe find new friends. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm learning
1: women's sizes here. This is just great.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, it's your friends should be your friends, whether you're you know three hundred pounds or one hundred and twenty pounds. Now, obviously, if you are unhealthy and they're generally concerned for you, then yeah, there's comments with that. But if it's one of those that like, hey, it's been a tough couple of years. You've put on some weight. Then it is what it is, and don't. Don't give unsolicited advice.
1: Yes. yes. It's
0: too many times people get on these bandwagons where they're working out and they just feel like they want to word vomit to everybody. And you could really like mess up somebody's head because you'll, you'll leave a lunch and be like, well, why were they talking to me about all this weight loss and doing this? Do they think I'm fat? And then that'll stick with you. So be cautious of that. Like I I get you maybe passionate about your new workout routine, but be careful not to make it seem like you're judging other people.
1: Mm, that's good. <laughs> I think you have the next one.
0: Okay, stop gossiping. Don't be that person. Spread positivity.
1: It's easy to get sucked into.
0: Well, especially since society does that. Like you look at it and we're constantly gossiping about celebrities, about different things. So it's very easy to then roll it into what's happening in your day-to-day life. And it is, it's hard. That is very hard to not gossip.
1: It is. It's just fun to be the keeper of uh, juicy information, and then Mm -hmm. you want to spread that. Yeah, because
0: you're like, spill the tea, and it's like, "Mm, should you really?
1: (laughs) Number four, give one compliment a day. I'm a big believer in this. You never know. It might just make that person feel a whole lot better.
0: I believe in this very much so, and and it's the random compliments. It was one day, and it happened to be like back-to-back. I went to... Get something from, I don't know, like a gas station or whatever. And then I drove through somewhere to get some food. And both of the two people, it was a guy one time and a girl another time, complimented my makeup. And they said, Oh, your makeup looks great. And I'm like, Well, well, thank you.
1: And that kind of probably changed your day, didn't it? it,
0: it? I mean, I'm sure my face instantly changed. And it's so I always try and compliment somebody like, Oh, I like your nail color. Oh, I like your ring, your shirt, whatever it may be. Now, Don't just go throwing out compliments to throw out compliments because that's being fake. But I I recently had a a guy friend of mine and my husband's and he just had sent me a random text and was just like, yeah, well, you always put yourself together. You always look very nice. And I'm like, oh, thank you. And he's like, what? People don't tell you that? And I'm like, no. And the reason I say that is because sometimes girls and guys may think that that person gets compliments all the time. Mm -hmm. And they're probably not. And I think that kind of goes with a little bit of us all having a little bit of jealousy with people and not wanting to boost someone's ego. But a little compliment goes a long way. And if you see somebody having a bad day and you know they're having a bad day, really? go, yeah. go give them a compliment.
1: Yeah, Be genuine and build others up. You can't fail with that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Go a whole day without checking your email. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Mm.
1: I We've talked about this. <laughs> I'm a believer of this over weekends. Because it used to stress me the hell out so much, yeah. and it's just—I think it's good for your brain to just check out just for a little bit. Yeah. And then I know people have my mobile number, and if you really need me, you know how to get a hold of me. Text me, call me,
0: beat me if you want to reach me. <laughs>
1: <It's> impossible.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think this is obviously an option because in some people it stresses them out. Like I want to know kind of what I'm rolling into mm. and prepare. Yeah. But I agree, it's also it's the kryptonite because then if I check my email at 10 o'clock at night. And I've gotten something ridiculous. It's going to stress me out. That
1: is what has happened to me many times. And then there's the family aspect. You know, I've I've learned recently, it's like my kids are growing up. So it's my time to really unplug and be with them and be present.
0: That is a good thing to do in this day and age when we're all so you can reach everybody at any time. Yeah.
1: And then uh, number six, do random acts of kindness. Have you ever done a random act of kindness?
0: Yeah, I've done a couple of them.
1: Yeah, I've done the Starbucks thing where you pay for somebody behind you.
0: Starbucks apparently hates it. Why? I don't know. I saw some article that says, we hate this because then we can't keep the orders straight. And it's, yeah.
1: So much for being the good guy, huh? <laughs> I
0: know, right? Burst that bubble.
1: Okay, do the next one.
0: Uh, Read a book a month. Okay, no, we're doing two a year. Two a year. <laughs> we're going to try that.
1: Non-work-related books. Yep. Uh, number eight, go someplace you've never been.
0: That's like a good this. one. Clear out the clutter. That's what I'm planning on doing this week is kind of clean up my desk, get rid of files and I don't need any more, shred, to start clean and fresh. You know, I've got a new calendar, you know, get rid of those dead pins that have been sitting in your desk for a while. That's that's helps your mind. But I think do this every so often. Um, I've noticed that when I get super stressed and overwhelmed, like it almost becomes paralyzing and you end up just staring like, I don't know what to do. So that's when maybe you go, I'm gonna organize my desk real quick or I'm gonna, you know, straighten this out. It's something productive, Mm -hmm. but it's something totally opposite of what you're supposed to be doing that gives you that mental break for a second.
1: That's right. I am so excited about decluttering my space at work, but I've been holding off because I know we're going to be moving buildings soon, which is probably not good. I should have cleaned up earlier, but it's just like, what's the point? We're going to move soon. I
0: say, we're going to declutter when we move. I'm
1: throwing away half the stuff in my office. (laughs) Uh, Turn off your phone one night a week. See, I don't know if I can do that.
0: stresses me out. Because if, I, what if something happens, an you know, emergency?
1: That, and then also, like, I like to go through my Twitter and my Instagram yeah. when we're watching TV.
0: Yeah, I, that this would be just where anytime I've had to turn my phone off or something, then I worry, like, if my mind goes into, like, what if somebody's in the hospital? What if something happens and they can't get a hold of me?
1: Let's massage this one. How about you just put your phone, like, on the counter, face down, yeah. to where you can still hear it if it rings.
0: And maybe it's... Try and get back into the habit of when you are out to dinner with family, with friends, that you try not to check your phone. Mm,
1: because That's a pet peeve of mine.
0: Yeah. And I do like the ones where it's like, set your phone down. But usually what happens is everyone's fine. They don't have their phones out. And then somebody's like, oh, let me show you something. And then it just starts. Yep. And then everybody starts getting on or getting messages. And it's like, you know, everyone can wait a few minutes.
1: They can. You you need to be present with your friends and family at dinner.
0: Because you miss things. And that's important. Okay, reduce your waste. Americans produce over 2,000 pounds of trash every year. Gross. Reduce your <laughs> wa- waste by dishing paper towels in favor of rags. Use cut-up old towels or clothes. Another easy switch is reusable grocery bags. Make a difference. So uh, that's always been a big thing of just kind of help the environment, do things, but pick what works for you. Don't mm-hmm. do something that's going to add more stress to you. Do you recycle? I recycle. Yeah, we do too. But that's I was talking to Daniel the other day. Is we recycle, but usually when we have the most things that should be recycled is during a party. And during parties, we usually are like, oh, no, just throw it all together because yeah. I don't want to deal with that. Right. And it's because in car, but we just have the one big barrel for recycling. Mm-hmm. So I said, we really need to get something smaller that for parties and stuff that can be like inside here, put your recycling here And then we can know, like, okay, we can recycle more. It's a good idea. Yeah. So maybe that'll be my change. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Pitch that to the town. Uh, Number 12, volunteer. Not only is volunteering good for your own mental and physical health, but you're doing something kind and selfless for others. (laughs) We volunteer a lot. Unless you (laughs)
0: volunteer too much. And that's a slippery slope if you... How do I say this? Sometimes people will take advantage of you and they don't even know they're doing it. Mm -hmm. Because I've been on the other side of this working in a nonprofit and... You don't mean to do it, but it's just like, you know, that person is so great at this and you reach out to them, you reach out to them and that, and as the nonprofit, they don't realize how hard it is for that person to say, no, I can't. And obviously like, they'll understand if you say no, but like, Cam, you and I are the same way. If someone asks us to do something, then we're going to do it. Yep. My my best friend, I was trying to get ready to leave town, um, to, get out of town for a wedding that I was in and my best friend texts me and says, Hey, do you have any decorations I can borrow for my kids daycare teacher's luncheon?" And I'm like, yes, I do. Do I have time to go get it together? No. Should I say no? Yes. But I said yes, because I knew that, and she's very grateful and appreciative and I knew that she would probably do something in return for me.
1: It's a tricky thing because the whole point of volunteering is focusing on others, right? Mm -hmm. But you can't forget about focusing on yourself. If you're giving too much of yourself and you're hurting your mentals and your physicals, (laughs) then um, take a step back.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because if if you're going from working and then the volunteering becomes work and then you're neglecting your family and yourself, it's not worth it. And so one of my big goals for 2023, which may be my word, I don't know yet exactly, is balance.
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: Because I think it's it's so important. We talk about in the financial world, you need to have a balancing act between how much you're spending, how much you're saving, um, and the different buckets you have. It's the same thing with your yourself. And I think every day you need to obviously do something for work, do something for family, do something for yourself. And, you know, maybe maybe it's not every day, but maybe every other day or so, do something for somebody else.
1: I like that. And we don't mean to put a, a downer on volunteering. No, no, no. It, I mean, it makes you feel warm and fuzzy. It fills your bucket. It's amazing. Just don't abuse yourself if you overcommit to yeah,
0: things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Travel on a small budget. Financial. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the hardest thing is you you travel and you're like, oh, well, I, I, I'll treat myself. And I know like Disney's an example. You've already spent this much money to get there. So what's the extra money to get the Genie Plus or to get the different things? you're going to spend the money. So in some aspects traveling, you, p- you put forth the effort and spend the money because you've already gone this far, but you're already traveling. You're already having to pay for all your food out. So that's already expensive. So maybe just try and keep to that budget and not completely blow things out of the water um, unless you budgeted for that. If you've budgeted that you're going to live it up on this trip, great. But if not, try and when you're making that trip to go to a state game or whatever, don't, you know, stop at every rest stop to buy, you know, snacks and energy drinks and all <laughs> the kinds of things. Pack it from home. Yeah,
1: speaking of budget, December is such an expensive month. And I love January because it is like a complete reset. It's mm-hmm. like no spending. And it, it makes me feel good.
0: But you're dealing with the credit card bills and stuff from December.
1: Don't ruin me, Katie. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's true. It's so true. So you're true.
0: like, oh, I'm going to start fresh. And you're like. Oh, in December, like, hi, 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 I'm here. Pay for me. <laughs> okay,
1: maybe February or March, we'll start fresh. Yep. Write down one thing you're grateful for every night. No, I'm not going to do this, but it's a great sentiment. <laughs> End the night with gratitude, and you'll feel better when you lay your head down on your pillow. Now, it's a great thing to, to count what you're grateful for. Yeah. There's not a problem with that.
0: I've thought about implementing this in some of our staff meetings, is that, uh, you know, and th- this is across the board with every work. When you get together as a staff usually what are you talking about? You're talking about any issues that have come up. You're talking about pressing things going on. Rarely are you ever sharing the positives. And so, you know, it doesn't fit with everybody's culture, but maybe if you start adding a segment of like, hey, does anybody have a positive to share? Maybe it's, a nice note that somebody well, a client sends you that said, you know, they appreciate us or maybe that financial plan that you worked with somebody, they were able to buy the house that you helped them get to that point or, or they got out of credit card debt or something like that. But I think then that's a shift of morale and that you're not just constantly you're, you're almost reminded of what you're doing is making a difference, mm. whether you're in our industry or you work at a restaurant or any kind of company you sometimes need to be reminded that your job matters and that you're making a difference. And I just watched that Spirited movie. Yeah. The Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell one. And you know, their whole thing was like, well, we want to find somebody that has enough of a ripple effect to help multiple people if we change this one person. And so I think we all just need to be reminded that you are a part of a ripple effect. You make a difference.
1: That's so true. And no matter your situation in life katie and i are blessed you know more than uh, you know a lot of people in this world you think of the kids in africa and india but no matter your situation you have something to be grateful for mm-hmm. you know breath in your lungs family friends anything
0: yeah even when you're having that really crappy day and you feel like bah humbug everything's awful into right. the world there's something positive and maybe that's the time that you need somebody to pop by with that compliment <laughs> <laughs> i love it Drink more water. Amen. Gosh, I'm Dude. terrible at this.
1: So I'm gonna try not to humble brag here. In April I had my back just like gave out and it was awful. And I was like, I I'm going to do whatever it takes to lose weight. It wasn't I don't think it was a weight issue, but in my mind it was. And so I just started drinking only water and walking around the lake and Katie, I shed the pounds. Water You're is a boy. <laughs> But water, it, it's a, it makes a big difference.
0: It, yes, you think about it. It's like you got a headache. Have you had water today? You know, your your skin's breaking out. Have you had water today? Things like that happen. And I I mean, that's a goal for me in 2023. I'm bad about it. And I think it's, I've been so busy going in and out of client meetings that I'm just not drinking anything. Mm-hmm. And so I probably need to switch it where I don't have that Diet Coke or that energy drink. I need to have the water sitting there. So then that's my only option
1: See, that's my problem. That's I, I rely on those energy drinks, but water—it just—I've—I've ma- I've learned it makes your brain function a lot better.
0: Yeah, uh, but I mean, I've tried the big old jugs. That doesn't seem to work, and and I think maybe it's one of those that I need to just set. I'm gonna drink more water, and not try and say I need to have ten glasses a day or whatever. I'm just gonna say drink more water. Hmm. So then it's I'm not setting myself up for failure.
1: Last one on this list, take a part of your paycheck and put it into savings or investments. I like to wrap this up with a little financial nugget. (laughs) Even just a small percentage can really add up down the line. Plan for the future and don't be silly with your money.
0: Again, I would say come and talk to a financial planner, um, talk to an advisor and kind of help figure out what fits in your budget. Obviously, don't be putting money in investments or saving if you don't have your emergency fund set up. If you aren't if you're struggling to pay bills every month or you've got credit card debt. So not every plan works out for everybody, but if you were making money, you are an adult, you were making a paycheck, that means you need to start having a plan. And that plan can be constantly evolving, but it kind of goes with everyone sets goals at the beginning of, at the end of the year, beginning of the year, they set a goal. You always need to be setting goals. And so say if it's saving, you may not know what that goal is. And when people, I tell them like, hey, you should start saving some money. Like, well, I don't really know what I want. I don't don't know that I want a lake house or I want a new car or whatever. And I said, that's exactly it. You want to save today for whatever that goal may be one day. Hmm. Because then you're going to thank yourself of, well, for the past three years, I've been saving in this future account. And now I've got this opportunity to go in with my siblings and buy a piece of property, I have this money saved up because I started that discipline years ago before I knew this was even an opportunity. So that's where I kind of want you to get that of you can set a goal whenever, but if you're looking at your financial goal, it's the goal saving for retirement. It's the future account goal for whatever may come up. It's the kid's college education goal. There are multiple different goals you can have and it can constantly evolve just because you earmark money as this is going to be the down payment for my future house, but you happen to not get that house anymore, that money is still saved. And it's not like it's branded down payment money. It can be for something else.
1: It's never a bad idea to save. Or in my mind, you can't ever save too much because that car will break down, you know? Yeah. I mean,
0: there there is a there is some people that save a little too much and don't enjoy life. And that goes back to that balance. Mm. But that's where every person is unique and you need to make sure you're saving in the correct buckets. Don't put so much money in just retirement because then you can't touch that money till 59 and a half or later. Don't put so much money into child education if you don't have your emergency fund saved up and make sure you've got that balance of liquid money if you need it money that's you know working for you but it's there if you need it and it's not tied up in retirement or education dollars and then look at education dollars and retirement dollars. So balance, have zen. that zen, exactly.
1: <laughs> balance your chakras. <laughs> All right, let's roll through the four steps to how to make and keep New Year's resolutions. This will wrap up our show. Katie, okay. do you want to hit the first one?
0: Pick the right resolution. You'll give yourself your best shot at success if you set a goal that's doable and meaningful too. A lot of these resolutions fail because they're not the right resolution. And a resolution may be wrong for one of three main reasons. It's a resolution created based on what someone else or society is telling you to change. Mm-hmm. It's too vague. Yep. You don't have a realistic plan for achieving your resolution. With any goal, you think about if we're going to save for Cam to be able to buy a Ferrari in 10 years, we've got a plan.
1: <laughs> oh, boy.
0: <laughs> um, your goals should be SMART. Here they are. And the SMART acronym is specific, measurable, achievable, Relevant and time-bound.
1: At the beginning of the show, we were talking about attainable. That's the issue. Yeah. People do not set realistic goals.
0: Yeah, It's got to be that. And so that's where you can't just say, you know, I want to, we've set, okay, we want to read two books. We have set, it's specific. It's measurable because by the end of the year, we want two of to be read. It's achievable. Two is not that crazy. We have 365 days. It's relevant and time-bound. We've set the time for it.
1: Uh, step number two, create your plan. Financial plan? No, just plan, plan. (laughs) Any plan. Any plan. Your end goal won't just magically appear. Here are ways to figure out how to get there. Because you won't just wake up and change your life, you not only need a plan for what to do, but also for what roadblocks you'll come across along the way. All right, well, for example, the bad habit. I don't get enough sleep at night. (laughs) The cue? I feel like I need time to myself in the evening. The routine? I stay up too late watching TV. The reward? I'm entertained. And the way to change the behavior? Instead of staying up late to watch TV, carve out special time each day to spend by yourself, even if that may mean asking for help with your children or taking a break from work each day.
0: I feel like this is a common thing we hear a lot of parents talking about is they they stay up super late so they can have that me time, that alone time.
1: Yep, that's what Abby and I do.
0: Yeah, and so then it rolls into your exhausted. Okay, leap over resolution hurdles. And so I picture like somebody <laughs> running track, jumping over the hurdles. <laughs> Don't be the one that gets tripped up and falls. And then it's like a domino effect. They all fall down. No one's perfect. And your quest for resolution won't be either. But you can get back on track. that That's the biggest thing is whether it's your resolution or it's a saving or trying to combat credit card. You're, you are going to fall off the wagon. It is going to happen. Even if you set this on, I'm doing so great. Like think about smokers. They end up. Maybe have a great time. They're three months, four months without a cigarette, and then they may break the habit. or drinking a bunch of water and then you have a couple of days where you've had no water. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna happen. Give yourself some grace. and you know the best way to tackle problems as they arise on the way to success. Remember, no matter how well you plan, change is hard. And it's true. Change is very hard. You are changing something about yourself, changing your routine, disciplines, whatever it may be. It's too much and I've gone so far. I feel like you're falling backwards. Just try it again. Have grace with yourself. People have different looks at it. Some people are very public with the resolutions. They tell people because they want that accountability partner. Yep. Others keep it quiet. And so I would say even if you have an accountability partner or you kept it quiet, at the end of the day, it's your goals. There's not a gun held to your head that if, you know, say November, December, Cam, you and I are talking and we both have only read one book. Nobody's gonna like come. There's not gonna be a mobster that comes. We're and going takes to prison, Katie. Like, yeah, it doesn't happen. It'll just be, well, cried. we didn't hit that goal.
1: That's right. That's a perfect segue into this last tip here, and I'm I'm most guilty of this one. What happens if you miss your goal? Guess what? You didn't fail. You are your own experiment. So here's what to try on your second, third, or twentieth attempt. <laughs> First and foremost, if you fail at your resolution attempt, don't beat yourself up, and know you're not alone feel free to start fresh. Want to try again? Remember, a resolution doesn't need to be tied to New Year's. And nope. that is so true. It's easy to give up in February and be like, oh, I missed a few days of working out. I guess I'm screwed. We're done here.
0: Yeah. And it's you, you forget about all the progress you've had. It's kind of like with saving dollars. The money you save isn't just going to go away if you have to stop saving it for a couple of months because something happened. It's still there. The five chapters we read are have been read so they're not going to go anywhere but if you know obviously if we wait four months to pick it back up we <laughs> may have to go back and read the four That's chapters right. but it's just have some grace with yourself and know that yeah you can have a goal and a resolution whenever i think they've blown way out of proportion of you've got to have resolutions and if you feel like you need to change set it say hey starting now i'm going to try and do this and if you want to tell people about it and be public do it if you don't you don't have to tell anybody about it. And then when people start going, oh, something's changed about you. You can be like, yeah, a couple months ago, I decided to you know, start drinking water or I decided to start walking every day or you know, changing things up with being present with my kids.
1: And if you don't feel like your life needs resolutions, don't do them.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you feel like you're good to go and you don't need to do anything, okay, it's fine.
1: Love it. Hey, before we wrap up the show, let's figure out one word that will describe our 2023. What word do you want to define all of your actions?
0: I think I kind of already said it, and I think I'm sticking with it. Balance. That is going to be my goal for 2023. Balance.
1: That's a great word. Mine will be decisive because I easily get paralyzed with, like, making decisions. It can be really tough for me. And that also plays into uh, being decisive means saying no. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying be a Grinch and say no to everything, but, like, (laughs) I need to take myself and my mental health into account. And if I don't have the bandwidth, I just have to say no and not be afraid. Oh, but I'm a people pleaser and now they don't like me. Man, that's my issue, Katie. Yeah, it's
0: hard. People should like you no matter what, even if you have to say no.
1: So balance and decisive. (laughs) Those are our words. That is us. I love it. Now, Katie, we're closing the show, and I'm anxious here.
0: Uh-oh, because we don't have court.
1: We don't have court. You and I have hosted the show just us two once before, and we botched the closing. Mm-hmm. So let's do our best. Let's just take it one chunk at a time. Okay, let's go. Okay, I'll start. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. We had an absolute blast. I want to mention that we have a website, a podcast website, mm-hmm. which is bullcastpodcast.com, where you can learn about me, Katie, and Court.
0: <laughs> we work at a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors. <laughs> there we go. Um, they also have a website, picklerwealthadvisor.com.
1: That's advisors with an O. Not an E. Hey, we're good at that part. Hey, we got that. We also have Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yep. Those handles are at Bullcast Podcast. That's pretty easy to remember. Oh, and I forgot to mention that if, uh, you have topics that you'd like us to discuss, or if you want to be a guest or know somebody that should be a guest, go to our website and fill out the form.
0: And eventually we'll finally get some professional photos done of us. Um, we have the nice sweater picture of us. <laughs> That's true. That could be our new branding photos. but. Um, Let's see. We've we've told them where to go and find more information about us. We told them where we work. We're in all the streaming places, anywhere you can find us. Ask Alexa to play us. We're available.
1: I guess we'll see you in 2023. Yep. For now, I'm Cam. I'm Katie. We love you, Court.